Welcome to the Knowing God Podcast. The hope of this podcast is that it would help you to know the Word of God so that you may ultimately know God. I'm your host, Andrew Rutten. Today, we are going to wrap up our look at Colossians 3, verse 16. We've been working through what Paul means, that we should let the word of Christ dwell in us richly. That was the emphasis of the verse, the word of Christ that must dwell in our hearts. And last episode, we saw how that can happen through teaching and instructing one another with the scriptures. And I would guess for most of us, that part makes sense. That's probably one of our first thoughts. But what maybe not all of us think about with getting the word of Christ into our hearts is the topic for today's episode. In order to let the word of Christ dwell in us, Paul says that we need to be singing the word to one another. Part of the word of Christ getting into your heart is through song. So let's read the verse, then we'll talk about it. Colossians 3.16 Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly teaching and admonishing one another in all wisdom, singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs with thankfulness in your hearts to God. My life's work is to preach the scriptures. There's a lot you do as a pastor, but the primary calling for pastors is to preach the word. That's Paul's exhortation to Timothy in 2 Timothy 4.2. Timothy was a pastor of a church and Paul encouraged him to make sure no matter what was going on, that he preached the word. That is the primary authority and tool that any pastor has. Like a window cleaner has a squeegee or a chef has food, a pastor has the Bible. That's the primary tool to teach and instruct God's people with his word. And while I'm utterly convinced of the power of sermons and teaching, there is a unique reality that I will 100% confess. While oftentimes sermons or podcasts like this can be impactful in the moment and generally over time, there is no doubt what is easier to remember from a church service, the sermon or the songs. Every time, the song will be what sticks in our minds. You might remember a line or a point broadly from a sermon, but you'll be humming a verse from that song on Sunday afternoon. Because there is something about music and its rhythm that sticks in our minds and allows us to repeat it again and again and again. Which is why Paul does strongly encourage teaching and instructing, but he also says that a healthy church is a singing church. A community where the word of Christ is in them is a community that sings. So if we want the word of Christ to be in us, we must be a singing people. So let me give a few thoughts on that encouragement to sing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs to one another. First, if the songs we sing are in order to help get the word of Christ into our hearts, then the specific songs we choose to sing are really important. Does that make sense? Songs are formative. They stick in your mind. They will subtly shape your theology and view of God over time. Which means, if you allow yourself to listen to and be shaped by songs with poor theology, shallow lyrics, do not be surprised when your theology is shaped by them and becomes poor or shallow. 
You might listen to songs that you think just sound good or are fun, but they don't really impact you, but the theology and lyrics of that song matters. So I think Paul's encouragement to many of us would be to be cautious about the songs we sing. Now, just to be clear, I don't think it's a sin or anything to listen to shallow songs or songs with not great theology, but I also don't think it's wise. Those songs are formative. So allow yourself to be formed by good, rich, theologically accurate songs. The songs we sing matter. Now, second, off of that, this is why the songs your church sings are so important. I know for a lot of people, you might judge a church off of the preaching or theological statements of faith, and that's good to do. But don't miss looking at the songs that a church sings. Those songs are communicating something about the value and theology of the church. As I said earlier, those songs form people every single Sunday, as much as a sermon does. Those songs are communicating some sort of theology about God and is communicating the value of theology that that church has. I will say for our church, we're pretty careful on what songs we choose to sing. I'm sure if you go to Providence, there's maybe some songs that you wish we would sing that you love or that you hear all the time. But we are careful because the songs form our people. I mean, think about what a music director or a pastor is doing by choosing songs. They are putting words into people's mouths to sing about God or sing to God. That's a weighty task. You're shaping the way people are praying and getting the word of Christ in their hearts through songs. So, songs matter, especially the songs that the church sings together when they gather. Now, lastly, I think this verse would encourage us as Christians to sing to each other more often probably than we do. Now, I know that may sound weird to some, but I think singing together or for each other, and even at times to each other can be incredibly powerful. For example, at our church, this is why we sing songs with the lights on and the music that doesn't drown out all of our voices. And I know that makes some people uncomfortable to either be seen or heard, but Paul is saying that it is helpful and impactful when we are doing this with and to one another. There is a beauty when the church sings the truth of Christ together. There's power when I am suffering or going through a dry season and I see my brothers and sisters with passion and zeal praising the Lord. And I know this may sound odd, but even singing over one another or directly to one another might feel awkward, but it can be incredibly powerful. And I think that's what Paul is talking about. That no matter the times, a normal Sunday or in special circumstances, We should be a people that gather together and sing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs to one another. So all that to say, friends, songs matter. We need to be a people singing the word. We teach it, we read it, and we sing it. The more we sing good, theologically rich songs, the deeper the word of Christ and the truth of who God is gets into our soul. So my encouragement and hope for you is that you would enjoy the beauty of singing psalms, hymns, spiritual songs with God's people for God's praise.
Friends, may God bless you and keep you. May he give you favor, grace, and peace. <laughs>